Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Afokin Wuzuzu, so let's get down to it. Welcome back again to another blessed episode with us today. And today I have my husband co-hosting this show with me just to see where the Holy Spirit is leading us, leading us with this today. So, you know, just, uh, I guess, <laughs> spice things up. So welcome to your first episode-ish, Boo. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. And uh, this is an important message for our time. Mm-hmm. Great to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you today that you are in for a treat from the Word of God today, as my wife shares to us on love. So take it away, Boo. Yeah, thanks, Boo. And happy Easter, guys. Yes, it is Easter, the season of Easter. And even as we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus, we pray that everything that needs to resurrect in your life today Mm. shall shall receive life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So moving on to our topic today on love. Yes, that's right. What better day to talk about love than today? Easter day. So love, what is love to you? Is it just a song like L is for the way you look for, <laughs> look at me, that song? Or is it just something you feel or say, or maybe mm. you feel it and say it? Or is it just, well, tell me, tell me, but what's, what, what does, what does love mean to you? Well, love to me is sacrificing, mm. dying to yourself mm-hmm. and to your needs. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Mr. Sacrifice. <laughs> that's awesome, boo. Love is love is sacrifice, and that's an awesome, um, I guess, meaning to love. And then for me, I'd say love is an action word in the sense that I have to see and feel the love. You know, love is not faith. Yes, faith is another action word, but with a different kind of action. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, mm-hmm. but not love. Mm-hmm. Love is something you see and feel. It's more than just words. In 1 John 4 verse 8, it says, God is love. Mm -hmm. And so if God is love, we ought to understand how he loves so that it can become the standard for love in our lives. So let's see love in action from John 3, 16. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Mm -hmm. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, I want you to understand that love gives. Yes. In John 3, 16 there, it says, for God so loved that he gave, for God so loved that he gave, and he didn't just give. He backed up the word love with action. And that action is Jesus Christ dying on the cross for our sins. And that's why we can boldly celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ today. Mm -hmm. So love gives, and it is an action, not just a word. Oh, yes. Okay. Imagine if God just came to us and said, hey, my son and daughter, I love you. And then he was gone Mm. (laughs) with no action to back up his claim of love. Would you be interested? No, no. No, I don't think we would be interested. So, you know, and also looking back at John 3, 16 again, we see that not only does love give, God didn't force his love on us. He simply gave Mm -hmm. gave, and he still doesn't force his love on us. He Mm -hmm. just simply gives it to us. And after giving, he said, if you believe in this gift of Jesus Christ dying on the cross, then you will receive eternal life, right? Yes. So no, God doesn't force you to receive his love. He already loves you and I, even if you haven't received Jesus yet as your Lord and Savior. He died for you many years ago before Mm. you were ever conceived. Mm. Romans 5 verse 8 says, But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So yes, God loves the believer and non-believer just the same. Mm. And there is nothing you can do to change that or overturn his decision to love you. 
Now, God doesn't like that you are living in sin if you are, but he loves you and would love to walk with you. But when you believe in Jesus Christ, then you learn to receive the love of God and enter into the promise of eternal life. Mm. Because the truth is, not everyone knows how to receive love. Talk less of giving to it. (laughs) You know, not everyone knows how to receive love. Like already established, love gives. So if you are in a situation whereby you're forcing people to give you love by putting unrealistic expectations on them Mm. or in a relationship situation where as a guy or girl, you put such unrealistic expectations as well on someone to love you back, Mm. then that's just set up, sorry, a setup for disaster. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't force someone to love you. No, love gives. God doesn't put unrealistic expectations on us. By saying we have to do this or that Mm. before he can love us. No, he simply gives and he simply gives. And when love is given, it is up to the person on the other end to receive, not forced to receive. So if you are in a situation where you force people to love you by putting unrealistic expectations on them, then you need to understand why you keep doing this. And the truth is, you probably do this because you don't know how to give love to yourself as well. (laughs) True. <laughs> it's just the truth. You probably do this because you don't know how to give love to yourself as well. And if this is you, then you need to give love to yourself first because you can't give what you don't have. Very true. Right? Yeah. If God didn't have love, he wouldn't freely give it to us. So you need to give yourself love first by accepting God because God is love and he will administer that love to you mm. in your life that you'd never thought possible. Mm-hmm. So that as you freely, freely receive from God, who is love, You can then learn to freely give love without conditions. So don't expect the love from people around you to heal you. Don't get me wrong. Love can heal. But to force people around you to heal you, not very good. Mm -hmm. Because if the love of God cannot heal you, then nobody, nobody on this earth can can heal or help you. Okay, Because if the love of God cannot heal you, then nobody can help you. I understand people may have hurt you. Family, friends, from past relationships, that may be all true. Mm. But let the love of God heal you through the people he has put around you. Learn to give yourself love first because if not, you just keep draining the life out of those people around you Mm. by forcing them to fix you with their love. No, you need the love of God to do his marvelous work in you. So don't drain the life out of your new boyfriend if you're a lady or your new girlfriend, if you're a guy, just because you've been hurt before by an ex Mm. and now you have demands on your love that must be met. If anyone is in any of these situations, then God wants you to freely receive his love today so that he can heal you Mm. and you learn how to give and receive love. Also, if you are a lady and you have to beg a guy to love you, then that man's not for you, sis. Mm-hmm. That guy needs to go. Yeah. Like, he gots to go. <laughs> Sayonara, boy, bye. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you've been bought with a price. Mm. You're expensive, girl. Oh, yes. Look at you in all your fabulous glory. Mm. Don't you see it? Well, if you don't, you really need to check the word of God because God will show you, and you can also check out episode four if you haven't, if you're in such a situation. And for my married peoples, is there any form of forced love in your marriage? Or are you freely giving love to each other, administering love to each other without forcing it? 
You see, in marriage, love will always be important. Mm. I don't care how long you've been married for or how short. Love remains constant and it needs to keep growing to stay alive because see, if love wasn't important, God will not call himself love. True. Amen. True, true, true. <laughs> because if love was not important, God will not call himself love. Mm-hmm. So in your marriage, if there's any form of forced love going on there, please go back to God so he can give you direction on how to love and love effectively in your marriage. All right. So I know I've been talking for a little while now, but let's just discuss this for a little bit here before moving on to the next point. Okay. So babe, how did you learn to give love if you wanted to, if you wanted to, if you don't mind sharing that with us today? And how do you give love as well? Oh, well, you know what? This is a very great message. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to say it's an eye opener. Mm. You see, from all you said, I realized I had the wrong mis- misconception mm. about love in the past. Mm. You know, in the past, I was too in love with myself. Mm. I was selfish and mm. I wasn't listening to you, <laughs> you know, and it took God and the patient work of my wife in my life, mm. working and giving love that made me realize the errors I had. Mm. You know, I never saw love this way. Mm. Looking at it from the man's perspective, I mm-hmm. used to think love yeah. was just a soft word for women. Mm. And as a man, I used to think I was too strong and above love. Mm. Love was never, never a thing for me, mm-hmm. you know, and I never believed I could change. Mm. That love could have this dramatic effect on me. Hmm. Because I was just too uptight, there was no place for love. Hmm. Yes, as a man, I wanted to pursue other things. Hmm. But love was not on my list before I met you. Hmm. And I thought I was going to get into marriage like that. (laughs) And my upbringing Hmm. also didn't help either. Hmm. I never, you know, heard my dad say, I love you. Yeah. I used to be like, you know, a man with a strong heart, a lion heart. And in my Nigerian Igbo language, I could say I was like the Agodimpa, <laughs> you know. Most men feel this way. Mm. And, you know, well, referring to all of this as men, we fear what love will make us become. Mm. Love will make us soft. Mm-hmm. And that's why we often create this wall. You know, we're in this very unreachable place. Yeah. We don't want to listen mm. because we are afraid of what love will make us become a that is soft. Okay. And no man likes to be soft. Right. So all <laughs> this conditioned environment, such as what I saw my father do as a child mm-hmm. and the other men I looked up to growing up, mm. really conditioned my life to see love not as a priority. Wow, interesting. Okay. We have a wrong misconception of what love should be. Mm. But love doesn't make a man weaker. Mm. I, I only learned that in this marriage. You know, love will make Amen. a man listen to his wife. Amen. Not just hear her. Amen. It will make him calm down from a high place of pride. Mm. That is where most of us sit, mm. you know, to work with our wives, to mm. work with you. Mm. And this is what the message is showing us. Mm. This message shows the powerful effect of what love can do in a marriage and also in our relationships Mm. to value our women our wives Mm. to value you not as an adversary Mm -hmm. but as a codependent spouse so babe i i just want to thank you for this message because (laughs) during my upbringing and before we even got married i never understood love this way And even if I didn't experience this love before, you know, marriage, I never even thought I could understand what love is Mm. and the right way to do it through the word of God. And it Mm. took you coming into my life to open my eyes. (laughs) And that's why I'm always grateful 
for my wife. I'm always <laughs> grateful to you, babe. Mm. You. Amen. Yeah. So wow, wow. That 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 was very insightful. You know, it's always um, it's always nice to see uh, the perspective of a man, the different part of things, or see it from a different side. And yeah, thanks for sharing that, babe. And yeah. you know, and I truly thank God I have been able to do so for you and in our marriage through the help of the Holy Spirit, of course. You know, and asking myself the same question, like, how did I learn how to give love? Well, similarly, because as Nigerians, our parents mostly didn't, you know, say the I love you word, but they could have shown it by their actions. Mm -hmm. And for me, how I learned to give love was through the help of the Holy Spirit and from meditating on the word of God, because I am a very firm believer that anything I need to understand in life, mm -hmm. that understanding can come from the word of God. Oh, yes. And like I always say, the Holy Spirit is also my best friend, mm -hmm. <laughs> just like my husband is, because my journey in life was not with many friends but with the oh, holy yeah. spirit oh yeah and once the holy spirit revealed this truth to me i had to start living it because again you can't give what you don't have True. right so thanks for sharing your experience and so moving on to our next point not only does love give it also forgives mm. amen, 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 amen. <laughs> not it's only does part. yeah not only does love give it also forgives you know that's right because in order for you to give love you also need to forgive you see, in our walking with God as humans and children of God, we sometimes fall into sin. You know, that's the real truth. I'm not going to sit here and say I have never fallen into sin. That's false. We all have, including you, right? Oh, yes. But even as we do fall into sin, sometimes we go to God for forgiveness. And sometimes some people don't, those who choose to be unrepentant. Mm. But either way it is, what does God do? He forgives us mm -hmm. and he does so very easily. And I wanted to understand why God will forgive us so easily when we as humans have hurt him so much. And what the Holy Spirit showed me is this, that even as God is love, in order for him to keep freely giving us love, he also has to freely forgive mm -hmm. for his love to keep transcending down to us without interruption. Because oh, yes. if the love of God stops for one second, my goodness, only God knows what will happen, right? <laughs> yeah. First John 4 verse 8 says, Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. So love forgives a multitude of sins. I guess you can say forgiveness is a catalyst for you mm, to give love. True, true, <laughs> I true. love that one. Forgiveness is a catalyst Catalysts. for you to give love. Mm -hmm. But even as God forgives us, he also expects us to forgive others. Mm. But when you don't forgive others your, their sins, that is the only time God doesn't forgive your sin. Mm -hmm. Matthew 6 verse 14 to 15 says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Mm. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your oh, sins. Yes, so when you don't forgive others their sins, you are also telling God not to forgive you. Mm. You see, God is readily available and willing to forgive you at all times, but unforgiveness in your life has occupied the space where God's mm. forgiveness mm -hmm. would have otherwise gotten into. Oh, yes. Also, unforgiveness doesn't allow the love of God to flow to you as well, because the unforgiveness, unforgiveness mm. has taken up the space for love as well. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, there is nothing you can do to change love God has for you. But the problem is, as humans, we may block the love of God from coming to us mm. due to our unforgiveness. Yes. So unforgiveness also pushes God away. In your marriage, have you forgiven your spouse mm. for that thing they did to you? Have you forgiven your boyfriend, girlfriend, and ex, that family friend for that thing they did to hurt you? If this is you, then the love in that marriage or relationship, I'd imagine, 
is not doing really good right now. You know, moving past an issue without forgiveness does not resolve an issue. Forgiveness is necessary and very paramount. Now, some people might say, well, easy for me to say, well, not true. Mm -hmm. It's not easy for me to say. My husband and I, we've had to grow and work through a lot of stuff for our love to keep growing without interruptions. And we are more in love today than we were yesterday. And this love will continue to get better with it with each passing day because we keep God in front of us and by the grace of God. Yeah, sorry, babe. Can I just yeah. add something? Yeah, sure. Bro. And you know, I came into a relationship mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. then our marriage with such, with some habits that just needed to go. Mm-hmm. These yeah. were habits that could have destroyed our relationship. Mm-hmm. Habits that were too hard to stop. Mm-hmm. And the major reason why these habits kept reoccurring was because I wasn't ready hmm. to receive the love that you, hmm. you were giving to me. Well, yeah. And to be honest, I didn't know hmm. how to receive love. Hmm. You know, my wife has had to forgive me a lot of times, <laughs> trust hmm. me. And I kept breaking her heart over and over again, unfortunately. Hmm. She, she forgives me, you know, this week and the very next week I'm back at it. And, hmm. you know, she just kept on forgiving and mm-hmm. this cycle of hurt kept continuing mm. until I began to learn to receive love in my life first before deliverance came. Amen. You see, this cycle only got broken, mm. that cycle of sin, that cycle of habits that needed to go, mm. only got broken when the Holy Spirit helped me to receive the love my wife had for me. Mm. And when I did, mm. I began to understand that the only way the cycle can be broken lay laid only in the fact that I had to receive the love my wife was constantly showing me. Mm. You know, but I kept rejecting this love by, you know, hurting her. Of Mm. course, that is all gone now. And this was causing, you know, spiritual stagnancy and unfaithfulness in our marriage. Mm. It wasn't until I accepted that God had so much love for me coming through my wife which I kept rejecting. It Mm. was only when I opened myself to accepting this love Mm -hmm. That was when the cycle was broken. Amen. It was my wife's consistency in forgiving me Mm. that showed me Mm. that even though I was constantly hurting her by my actions, Mm. she was always there ready to forgive. Amen. And I didn't know how to stop the cycle Mm. where I hurt my wife and I wanted to love her Mm. just like she loved me, but I didn't know how to stop. Mm. And it was her forgiveness that helped me break that cycle of sin Amen. in my life through the help of the Holy Spirit, of course. And mm. I was able to finally receive her forgiveness mm. and also forgive myself mm. before I then finally received her love mm. the way she had always loved me. Amen. But thank God for deliverance. Amen. It is amazing Amen. how deliverance can come, you know, from someone loving you the right way mm. by just simply giving you love. Mm. Now... Our marriage is blissful. Amen. There is peace, <laughs> love, joy, togetherness. Amen. In fact, when people see us, they want us to That's come right. around them. That's right. Amen. They want us to be around them. You know, we go, we go to these places and everybody wants to just have a piece of, you know, also you know, for them to keep. But they also ask, what is that thing that is always keeping you guys happy? <laughs> they ask Amen. my wife, why does your husband want to always be around you every time? Why? <laughs> Love overflows through us every time. Yes, and that's just through the grace of God. And thank God for that. And, you know, wow, thanks for sharing that experience with us, Boo. And it's true. Our marriage has had to grow through some painful stuff. It wasn't easy, but the Holy Spirit kept working through me. 
to keep working through our marriage for the deliverance mm. that needed to take place. Because oh, yes. when you asked me to marry you and we made our wedding vows, not only did our vows say for better, mm. it also said we stick together for the worse. Oh, yes. And in our case, the worst had to come early in our marriage. Mm. And I'm grateful that it did. I'm grateful that it did because the Holy Spirit helped us work through it and we are far much better than we were on day one of our marriage. Amen. True, true, true. And also, I know God sent me to this marriage. I know he did send me here. Mm-hmm. If God didn't send too. me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't mm-hmm. be here. So oh, yeah. I didn't send myself, you know, to this marriage. So I believe that God, that he was going to see us through. Mm-hmm. And it was just merely one of those tests that we had to work through. Oh, yes. The Holy Spirit had taught me the importance of forgiveness growing up so I had you know the skill of forgiveness so God had equipped me many years before I came into this marriage and I thank God you know that we have grown so much out of where we used to be mm-hmm. and so ladies have you had to go through some things in your marriage that has caused you to question if God sent you there or you know causing you to want to run away from that marriage if this is you then you are saying God did sorry if this is you are you saying that God didn't send you to that marriage Mm -hmm. or did he send you, but you have let fear take over your marriage. Mm. Remember if God sends you somewhere, he goes with you. Mm. So God is still present in your marriage. Okay. He is still present in your marriage, despite the storms storms that might be blowing through right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your spouse may have hurt you, but it is a test for you and your spouse to go through together not for you to abandon ship. As long as God sent you there, be rest assured that he is still present there despite those storms. Mm. You just have to call on him and he will show you a way out and what you need to do to get out of that situation. Mm -hmm. If your marriage feels stagnant, unenjoyable, lifeless, then maybe what you need is forgiveness. Maybe you need to forgive your spouse or that person that hurt you, Mm -hmm. even though they may not deserve it. Because God is ever forgiving us, even though we don't always deserve it. You see, forgiveness could just be that deliverance your marriage needs. Mm. Forgiveness could just be the deliverance your marriage needs, Mm. not laying of hands by your pastor. Forgiveness. Because it is one thing to forgive Mm -hmm. and it is another thing to receive that forgiveness from someone else. So just forgive. The Holy Spirit can help you with it. It can be that easy through the help of the Holy Spirit because unforgiveness is the virus that you have held on to for so long that is eating up your marriage, your relationship, and has made it look and feel so stagnant and lifeless. Yes. This Easter, even as we celebrate the resurrected Christ, mm-hmm. let us also remember how Christ forgave us, how mm. he forgave mm. right there on the cross. Yes. All those people who he had done no wrong against just wanted to see him crucified. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine how pained he must have felt. Yes. But what did he do? Mm. Luke 23 verse, verse 34 says, Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what mm-hmm. they are doing. Mm-hmm. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. So likewise, forgive your spouse or that person that hurt you because they might seem to know what they're doing, but not until they're shown mm. a better way by you, Yes. but through the help of the Holy Spirit, Amen. of course. So, babe, can we pray with them today? Yes. 
Lord, we pray for anyone listening to this message, that for anyone they have to forgive in their life, yes. relationships, marriage, that Holy Spirit, you help them to learn to forgive and also to receive forgiveness, mm. as this may be the deliverance yes. from that stagnancy they may be experiencing in their yeah. marriage or relationships. Mm. Lord, work on their hearts to change from yeah. hearts of stone yes. to a heart of flesh, yes, so Lord. you can administer your love to them Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So remember... Love gives, but in order to keep giving love, mm. you also have to forgive. Mm. God bless you, and I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed us. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let us know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. That email again is info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram, and that's at Walking in Purpose Podcast. Our Instagram handle again is at Walking in Purpose Podcast. And also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. So God bless you, and we'll see you next week.